Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our two different perspectives, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the somewhat cynical cinephile. My name is Stephanie. And my name is Hamilton. And today we are talking about the final Loveuary film, mm-hmm. Made for Each Other. Yeah. yeah, it's clever. It's a, it's a play on words, a play on words. <laughs> it is clever i'll give it that (laughs) so stephanie although with that that little aside i I think i have a feeling what did you think of made for you was this movie made for you is this something that you'd want to pop on again while you were wetting your clay and, and watching or maybe this is a background watch while you were kneading the clay and so you're really intense and then you'd look up at the screen every every few moments or Maybe you don't want to see this movie ever again. Maybe you just want to focus on that lump of clay, you know, like Ghost, you know, the movie Ghost. Oh. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe you have no time for this movie because you, you're you're living the movie Ghost. Uh, I've never, I've never tried sculpting clay. Um, so you got to focus. You got to focus. I, I would have to focus. Uh, so sadly. Mm. This is a this is one that I I would not be rewatching. Yeah, yeah. How how, how about yourself? Yeah, I mean I'm I'm in the I'm in the same boat. Um, there's some things in this movie that I I really did like. I think they did some some clever things here and yeah. there. Um, overall though, this I think this is probably the the weakest of the Love You Wary films, um, which seems to be a trend. They usually come out really strong. And then they kind of peter off a little bit. Um, so, yeah, this one, not not my favorite. Not a bad film. You know, it, it didn't make me sad or angry or anything. Just just not my favorite. Um, it made me a little angry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. The mom. Well, no, the mom, the mom made sense to me. Well, well we can talk all about that. Okay. Um, yeah, there were some things that I liked about this movie, but overall there was not enough for me to say, yeah, I would sit down and watch this again. Mm. Um, the romance was severely lacking for me personally. So that's why it's a, it's a not watch again, Mm. but let me give a quick plot summary. Please do. For you. Uh, And it's a quick one. (laughs) Rachel sculpts the perfect man, Mm. but when Clay comes to life, she has to choose between what she thought she wanted and what she actually needs, a stand-up comedian named David. Wow. That's, there's some anger behind that (laughs) plot summary, some rage. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a quickie. That might be your shortest, your shortest one. Um, I mean, is that, that's, I mean, that's, that's the, the movie. movie. That's the movie. That's, I don't know where to dig into this. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous here. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll start with our, our two main leads. Well, We're going to sculpt our, our perfect response oh, we'll to this film we'll see how this through goes. this episode. Let's go with our two main leads here. Well, we technically have three. Uh, we have Alexandra Tertian, who it plays Rachel. Yep. And I, I liked her. This was my first time seeing her. I believe this is her first Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I Don't quote me on that, but it's the first one I've seen of I'm her. Qu- I'm <laughs> quoting you on it. I'm, I'm making my Instagram post right now quoting you. And I actually liked her. I yep. enjoyed her. 
Um, I would love to see her in something else, like a, a movie that I would want to see again. Um, but I saw a lot of potential in okay. her. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I, th- I thought she did well. Um, there's some things with her character I didn't like. Um, these artists, man, I have, I have a problem when, when Hallmark does artists because I feel like they don't generally do them well. Um, but we will, we will obviously touch on that. Um, but no, I thought she did great. I, I liked her personality. Um, I, I would like to see her in a different film uh, as well. Yes. Then we have Matt Cohen, who plays David, mm. um, who is the stand-up comedian. <laughs> Look, I mean, you're laughing because he's funny. I like that. Uh, I like that we had a stand-up comedian. I think that's a a job we don't normally see in these films. You know, he wasn't a a woodcutter um, or a uh, hotel operator. Like he, this man was a stand-up comedian, so it was a job that we don't normally see. It reminded me of um, Nikki when she was an animator in the the puppy film. So I like that we get some kind of out there uh jobs for this mm, no i yeah i appreciated uh a new career yep yep uh but i may be the the cynical uh person in this episode because i like to me if you're gonna have a character be a stand-up comedian i wanted i wanted him to be funny wow. and i i personally <laughs> did not Man, find him funny he i mean he he was a little snarky. I think he had some some lines. I there. think he was funnier at times, just himself. Yeah, like no, in his his, his comedy routine was not good. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. No, his comedy routine was not good, but him his his character sort of making the the sides and stuff. He he reminded me of like a snarky comedian. Yeah, he had some funny snarky yeah. comments, but what I was speaking to was his. No, stand-up. I would I would ask for my money back. Yeah. If, <laughs> if I had gone to see his show, so he wasn't a great stand-up comedian. Um, but he's just starting out, you know, he lawyer turned comedian. It makes sense. But makes man, sense. they really go hard of like, they're like, you are so funny. And I'm just like, no. Um, <sighs> I mean, but like you said, he's just starting out. Yeah. So, so we'll see. I actually really enjoy Matt Cohen. Um, he was in another movie. The first movie that I saw him in, um, the movie Holiday Date mm. uh, with Brittany Bristow. Um, that was my first time seeing him and I loved his character in that movie. So I was actually excited to see him again. Um, this character of David, like I said, he had a few funny, like snarky comments, but as a whole, I did not particularly love this character. Um, I didn't see the, the pull for Rachel. Um, and we'll get into, (laughs) to all of that, but then we have the the perfect man that she <laughs> that she sculpts uh, who comes to life. Yeah. And uh, that is Aaron O'Connell who plays Clay. Yeah. And I have to say, Clay was the best thing about this movie. Yeah, I, I I'm glad you said that because I I am in agreement. He was a a shining star of this <laughs> film. He kind of stole the show for me. You know, a lot of the scenes he was in were, were really funny to me. Um, he I feel like he should have done stand up. <laughs> I mean maybe. Maybe that I mean he was great at everything so I'm sure he would have crushed stand up. Um so yeah, it he was really good. The it, it was so weird. It was awkward for me because he almost was like a child and so her being like attracted to the, him and him having like the the intellect of a child was very strange for me. I was not I was not feeling that. How how about you? Um 
Well, I didn't see it as like the intellect of a child because he actually seemed very smart and he could learn like really quickly. Well, I guess hard. I'm sorry. It was just the the manner. I don't know his sort of. It was more of just like new to the world, which yeah, I guess could be like a child. But I didn't. I didn't see it as as that way. But very like out of this mm. world, sort of like sure. a. a uh, it's more the, alien. What's the a fish out of water yep. sort of deal? Um, All right, cool. Which I think he played just like perfect. Oh, he did. You know, and when you say it like that, you know, him as like an alien coming to come to Earth, I guess it makes more sense. Yeah. Um. And <laughs> it's gonna sound weird, but I, I felt more chemistry with uh, Rachel and Clay than I did with her and David. So that's why this movie didn't work out for me because I should have been rooting for her and David and I, I was not. Well, I mean, how could you root for her? I mean, Clay is great. I mean, he, he really was perfect. And I know it's like, oh, you don't want a man to like agree with everything. I don't think he would have ended up that way. Yeah. I think that's how he came out He's because learning. he thought that was his He's purpose. He's learning. You know? um, but I think. He just, he was very sweet. Yeah. Um, and I get where they were going. Like you want a guy that's going to challenge you and push you. But I found her and David to be like butt heads too much. Toxic. Yeah. It's, yeah. it did seem a tad toxic to me. I mean, that's a bit extreme of a word for them, but I'm going to say it. Toxic. I didn't feel like, I don't know. I just did not feel the chemistry. I did not feel like they were into each other, like at all. Yeah, it's it's funny to me that she has this high standard throughout her entire life. Um, she gets her, and this is that's her thing, right? She has this high standard. She doesn't date because her standards are so high, um, and so she gets the perfect man who she literally made for her, and he's not good enough. But then David is, and David just seems all wrong for her. Um, you you can find someone who's a better fit, and and. And who also pushes you. And so, yeah, that, that came off as a little a little strange. Yeah, the romance, though, just seemed forced to me for them. Like, the words they were saying didn't match what I, like, what was being portrayed or, like, yeah. the feeling that was supposed to be there. So when she's, like, saying, like, oh, I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about David. And I'm like, really? Like, I didn't get that I mean, everyone, I, everyone said really. Yeah. <laughs> really? Have you seen Clay? <laughs> So I don't know where that disconnect came from for me. Well, I guess you were feeling it too, but I guess we have, I guess we have a few meet cutes that we we need to touch upon. Yeah. Um. So we have the the meet cute with David, um, which I found a tad confusing. I'm I glad wasn't... you said that too. <laughs> yeah, I was I was really confused who was who. Um, All I saw was Maddie Finocchio, and uh, and that did make me happy. So right. I was I, like, "Why aren't you the lead? Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you the lead, Maddie? We we love you. When, when get get your moment. Come on." Yeah, we've been trying to petition get Maddie Finocchio as a Hallmark lead for a while. Years. Um, it's literally been years of our lives that we've been petitioning. Is this is this Mike on? Is anyone listening? <laughs> Um, but always a pleasure to see him. Um, but yes, this interaction was a bit confusing, at least for, well, I guess you were feeling it too. I wasn't quite sure who was who David comes in and I, you know, it seems like it's just like a quick, like, Oh, Hey, so there's like a brother, sister, husband, wife. I, I was confused. Yeah. A lot of names being thrown around at me. So that meet cute fell, fell a little flat. Yeah. Um, but the meet cute with 
and you're gonna hear me talk Rachel and Clay I mean forever together um their meet cute was adorable it was it's funny to me because when we first meet Clay as as Clay um <laughs> Clay is Clay uh, Clay is Clay he has a a towel wrapped around him and I was like that's really yes, weird yes he does you don't you don't normally do that um when you're an artist, I was like, okay, that, I don't get that. But then when he comes to life, I'm like, oh, okay, that, that makes sense then. That, that made a lot of sense. Wait, there was a towel wrapped around him as a sculpture? Yeah, as a sculpture. That's, that's why it was really strange for me. I, I guess I didn't catch that. I mean, I, did, I, I knew me when, he, when he came to life, like I was like, well. bright beach towel around this, him. Yeah. I thought he just like, because when she comes in, he's already alive. Right. So I just thought he had found nope. it. Nope, that's 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 what he's wearing. <laughs> um, well, that's funny. Well, I guess she was just expecting him to come to life and just wanted him to be prepared. <laughs> decent. Be decent, please. Yeah. Um, but no, that was super cute and weird. And I love how she accepts it very quickly because of the, the name behind the ear. Like, it was just, that was really cool. It was really cute. Her backing up, like, what is happening? He's just, like, following her around. Again, like, Aaron O'Connell did such a great job. Like, yeah. I just loved him as his character so much. Um, it was just really funny and cute to me. But uh, that interaction, uh, I loved. And I do have to shout out Ileana Douglas, who plays her, like, friend slash neighbor. Mm -hmm. I thought she was excellent. I enjoyed her interaction um, and her response to Clay. And I felt like she was like all of us up until the end. I thought she was going to end up with Clay. I thought her and Clay, because oh, no. remember she like feeds him right away. And he's like, oh, I love these. You know, I thought she and him were going to going to end up together. I was oh, like, okay. no, I that would have that would have been interesting. See, there we go. What's, what's kind of strange, too, because I'm thinking about, you know, because Clay is a golem um, and I, I they put like this amulet around his neck. I thought like golems are really kind of like a fascinating creature. Uh, yeah. You knew about this myth or you know, yeah, folklore. And folklore. I like, didn't. I, they're really cool because I, I think the way that you're supposed to come to life is, and correct me if I'm wrong out there, uh, please people. Uh, but I think a rabbi has to write the I'm sure name. There are a lot of golem experts listening. There might be there. I mean, never know. The rabbi has to, the rabbi has to write the name of the golem on a, on a piece of paper and put that piece of paper in the golem's mouth, I think. It's almost like giving him like the, the breath of life or, or something really uh, beautiful like that. So um, the amulet, sure, in, you know, it's a movie. Um, we'll go with that. But I think there's something more to it that I, I wish they might have would have touched upon a little bit. Hmm. I, I don't know about that. Well, it maybe it have been weird to keep a piece of paper in his mouth or to put paper in his mouth. I don't yeah, know. it would have yeah. been super, super strange, <laughs> especially because he loves to eat. Um, and I think there's something about like golems eating, like they're always like this insatiable hunger too. Well, that actually was in the movie. Yeah, which, so they're um, playing off of that. Yeah, yeah, I loved that detail about him, and then he in turn wants to be a chef because he finds you know the joy of cooking. <laughs> um, we do need to touch on the, the font. I'm glad you brought up oh. the font. <laughs> what what is happening here, people? You know, we talk about the font uh, all the time in these films. I. I don't know. I know what they were going for. They were going for, I, I don't know. It just, it Was it flat. supposed to look like clay? Like A little bit clay. Like, uh, like a, yeah, a sculpted. Uh, I understood it, but didn't love it. No. Um, we actually and, had some people reach out to us yeah. about the font. They're like, be prepared for the font here. And we were, I thought we were prepared, <laughs> but we were prepared. it was worse than I could have imagined. 
But what I was going to go with was the mom. And so the mom is played by Terrell Rothery, who I love as an actress. Um, I think she's wonderful. She's been in these movies before. She's in Virgin River. Um, I like her in that show. But this character was the worst. I just, I have to say it. And what made it even worse was, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I felt like the entire movie, she was like dubbed over. Yeah, there was a ton of dubbing with her for some reason. And And I didn't get it because no one else had it. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not sure what happened. It's possible that there could have been an audio issue with what she was wearing or maybe the boom operator didn't get a good angle on her. Um, there could be a number of reasons, or maybe, uh, when they did her lines, it, it wasn't right. Or maybe they changed up her line. Like I have no idea. Um, but yes, there was a lot of, of audio dubbing for her and it just, it didn't work. Um, so the, the sound mixing, I think was a huge issue here for, for her. And that, that takes you out. It's the same thing, guys. When you have a, a bad, um, a bad lighting or bad camera, it reminds you that you're watching a movie and same thing with audio. When there's bad audio, it's going to take you out of that film and remind you that you're watching a film and you're not inside of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm sure it's hard. Like when you have to do like a line here or there, like, you know, that's, that's yeah. yeah. But when it's like everything, the whole movie, yeah. I'm sure that's really difficult to like match the, you know, everything. Uh, yeah. So I think it, it was a little rough. Um, uh, still completely loved Harold Rothery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this particular character, Minus the dubbing, which really, you know, bothered me. But I get that there are moms that want to... Like, we've seen these sort of overbearing moms before. But this one felt like on another level. And it was... I think they were going for funny with it. But for me, it did not land. It did not land as funny. What about you? Yeah, they're definitely playing off of the overbearing mother uh, trope. And they went to a big extreme with her um and even you know when she comes in when she comes into rachel's apartment to drop off food and and even rachel says you know mom boundaries like there are no boundaries with her and even at the art the art show at the beginning how she shows up like that scene was so weird and awkward well it's funny because it reminded me (laughs) of of my mom when we were at the the film festival and you know my mom i was on stage my mom was in the audience and all of a sudden, you know, a hand shoots up. They're doing a Q&A and a hand shoots up. This is my mom. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. My mom actually had a question about the film. And so uh, I think some moms do that. And it was it was fun to see my mom do that. But the way she did it was just insulting to everyone there, you know? Well, yeah. The way the mom in the movie did it was embarrassing. Yeah. You yeah. were actually wanting people to ask questions. And your mom had a great question. She did so have a good question. She actually kind of stumped me a little yeah, bit. I was like, all right, mom, let's see what you're doing. Let's see what it you're wasn't doing. an embarrassment. Yeah. Um, she didn't have a date for me <laughs> that she, you know, brought in now. No, but the fact that she was like... Oh, like talking to the whole crowd of people, like saying, where's your work? My daughter's so amazing. Like totally embarrassing. Um, It's one thing if she were like a child and to do that. But, you know, this is your grown adult daughter. Yeah, it was it was bad. And, And I feel like she doesn't learn anything 
Ever. No, she never is like, oh, I knew it's like, this is who I am and there's no changing me. Yeah, she just, she just never learns and you think she's going to throughout the film at certain points, but she just doesn't. I was hoping we would maybe get some sort of like heart to heart talk where yeah. she's like, it's I just do this because I love you or something. But no, there's no factor in here that feels like, oh, it's because she's such a loving mother and she cares mm. like it just completely comes off as annoying. Yeah, and I don't know. Like I said, they're definitely playing off the trope, and I don't know if it's meant to be comedic, um, but it came off as kind of awkward and and just you know, as as the youth says today, cringe. Um, I mean, you gotta have because you're not going to change that mom, like you said. You can have a sit down with her, and it's just not going to happen. So. Yeah. So let's talk technical a little bit because I think this is an area where they did do well in this film. Um, we have some really nice lighting setups. Not all the lighting setups, I think, uh, succeeded. Uh, in her studio, though, I think it looked great. Uh, we have some window lights uh, behind her a lot in the studio and behind Clay. And so what's happening is we're getting a lot of backlight, and it's creating these beautiful rims uh, along their, their face. And while the light's like spilling in from the windows, we're seeing dust particles come through, and it's just really lovely so they used a lot of window light and a lot of natural light in this film because again i think this movie might have been under budget which is why we have sound issues and why they utilize a lot of these sort of uh, independent filmmaking techniques um, but the studio looked really well her apartment was extremely yellow extremely yellow but i think it worked for it um, so overall i i liked a lot of the lighting setups here how did, how did you feel about them yeah, I didn't have any problem with lighting. Um, good, good. And I think nice. that uh, goes to props to the cinematographer, Paul Suderman, who we have called out before. Yeah. He's uh, he's a really great cinematographer. He's done a lot of uh, our fa some of our favorite movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I think that's why we have some really nice lighting setups here. And I didn't bump on any of the camera work either. Uh, there was not any sort of wandering camera, you know, un, no unmotivated movement or anything. Um, so technically speaking, this this movie worked for me in a lot of ways. Well, I know, you know, we're harping on <laughs> some of the negatives of, of what we didn't like. But like we mentioned, there were things that we did like. Like you enjoyed a lot of the technical. Um, I enjoyed Clay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who who wouldn't enjoy Clay? I mean, the man is perfect um, at everything he does. He he crushed. He went. He's going to Harvard. But he he's really to. not perfect because he doesn't understand. Like you don't listen to what everyone tells you to do, and which I think he will eventually learn. But yeah. He takes direction really well, which I think is great in a man. And he doesn't really clean up the kitchen either. You know what I mean? He was going to. He said yeah, he was I've going heard, to. Yeah, I've heard that before. I've <laughs> said that before to you many times. Like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Was, I was, oh, you did the kitchen. Oh, I was about to do so that. So see, he oh, is man. not perfect, you know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I actually found Clay did remind me a little bit of you. You know, he loves to eat. He loves to cook. Yep. Doesn't clean the kitchen. Doesn't clean the kitchen. Yeah. But he's very sweet with his words. Sure. You know. Very. I'm very much like Clay. <laughs> sure. Maybe I'm a golem. We just don't know. Um. No, but there. Uh. There's there's a funny line that. Uh. Well, Clay had some funny, a lot yeah. of funny lines, really. Yeah, but Rachel has this laugh and where she does like a snort, and <laughs> you know everyone's like, oh, he's a yes man, but I mean. David compliments her her snort as well. He does. Um, but Clay says, I mean, you can't top it. 
He says, your snorts like beautiful thunder. <laughs> yes. I remember that line. I was like, that is great. <laughs> and that actually made me laugh out loud. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. He, that was a good one. That so was a good those one. little quirks, like I, and you know, people might not agree, but I would have actually loved this movie if they would have made it like she did end up with Clay. Like she <laughs> brought her person to life yep. and that was That's it. the movie. Um, and of course there would be some strife, you know, some conflict because he's, you know, new to the world and he doesn't understand everything, but then they would have ultimately ended up together. Um, <laughs> so a different movie, a, di- a different <laughs> movie. Yes. But you know, same concept of the, the golem and bringing them to life. I mean, I think the problem was that he was just too perfect. I think, I mean, honestly, I think that's, that's the issue here is that he is just too perfect. Is that a... Is that a bad? Is that a bad? Well, movie? I think that's that's what the film is trying to say is that yes, you can have someone that's too perfect that yeah. they're too too right for you. You know, maybe I don't I don't know. He just seemed like a sweet, supportive guy to me. But yeah, there were issues with the mom, like saying we want you to do this for our daughter, and he will go along with it. Obviously, yeah, that was you know not great. You know, there were small moments I will give for Rachel and David. So he decides to take her uh, sculpting class. Oh, that was super cute. And I thought that was really sweet. And you up can until tell, the moment, but yeah. go ahead. <laughs> what? Yeah, up until, go ahead. <laughs> up until, up until Rachel takes over. I mean, come on. Oh, I'm, you know, having some trouble. Do, do Let you, me yeah. help you with this. Do you mind if I assist you for a second? <laughs> And then she spends literal hours sculpting this perfect dar- dog, ignoring the rest of the class. The class is gone, guys. They've left hours ago, too. It was She, like, blacked out. I, I am concerned about her. <laughs> I think concerned. we all need to be concerned about her. Uh, she's like, oh, what? Oh, I don't know what happened. That's not how art works. You don't and wh- just and black out. And what was out. David doing? Just watching Just her? watching her. Like, how long did it take? It was... It was very odd. Three hours, maybe. Um, Probably three hours. And I get, Rachel, that you love, you know, she loves sculpting clay. clay, but this was, wow. I would ask for my money back. If I was in that <laughs> class and I saw my teacher just work on this dog for three hours of my time, yeah, I'm asking for my money back as I make my cigarette tray. Um, but I thought it was a sweet moment that when he says, you know, he's allergic to dogs, so he could never have one, but he wanted to make one so he could have one. So I thought that was like a cute a cute moment with them. Yeah. I mean, it gave him a little bit more, uh, personality. I mean, he, that what's so strange. Like, I don't know something, you know, we're talking about it now cause we, we don't talk about it while we watch it obviously. And I feel like something was missing with David for me to really kind of root for him a little bit. And I think they tried to bring that in with a nephew, which was just like a strange kind of side plot. Oh, um, I've honestly, I don't, I didn't understand. Right. But I I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to give David something to be like, oh, he's a cool guy. He's hanging out with his nephew. He's helping him out. You know, Um, something was missing for me. And I don't know what that something is. Yeah. I, I couldn't put my finger on it either. I guess maybe it's that depth that we love that he wasn't quite given to us. But I just remember loving him so much in the holiday date. Mm. And I was looking for that same sort of like spark and, like you know in for this character and it just it just wasn't there um but there were little glimpses of it like the wedding reception yeah uh for her brother like we mentioned he did have some humor that was pretty pretty great the like oh of course you know clay would come in and do something 
you know, perfect. And he'd be yeah. like, oh, of course. <laughs> um, he doesn't want to eat, eat it, you know? He's like, oh, it is good. Like, yeah, just like the little little touches here and there. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just, again, I'm just sort of piecing this together because there's these elements here that I think we both liked, we both enjoyed. I love that it's a magic story. I mean, we're literally bringing someone to life with magic. Um, That's what I'm saying. I wish that would have just been the movie. <laughs> like, give me the magic <laughs> and let that be the love story. So, yeah, maybe, I mean, this is this might be the first time in a while where, you know, it might just be script. It might just be where we have a problem with the, the script itself and no amount of, of directing or acting can really help that, that you're, you're kind of giving what you're, you're giving. Yeah, I mean, but again, lot, there were cute, moments there were cute lines um clay i think was written beautifully um but yeah just where the love story with rachel and david something something definitely was missing um oh yeah when i talk script i'm talking plot like overall plot structure for me and and that's the worst for me is when i don't buy the romance that i'm supposed to well you bought one of the romances (laughs) (laughs) you bought you bought one of them I did, yes. And it actually made me kind of sad because I felt the chemistry with her and Clay. Like when we have that kiss, like they haven't known each other for very long and they're already kissing in her apartment. And like I felt that. That was like a good, like that was like a Sparks kiss for me. So yeah, my little magical heart was was a little sad. Well, I, I was surprised that she has him stay at the school. I thought, he would just crash on the couch. You know, you know, I I was ready to put that in my notes. Like, this does not make any sense. But then I realized, well, he's supposed to, like, be her real boyfriend to everyone else. So he can't really live with her because her overbearing mom shows up all yeah, the time. That's true. Oh, that's and a they good would point. be like, oh, yep. you guys are living together? So then I was like, oh, that, that's makes, a good point. that makes sense. That's a good point. So, you know, we're supposed to be buying that... Rachel's really wants to be with David and she's starting to realize it, which I I couldn't see it. I don't think they had enough moments together for me to see it. Maybe that's what it was. Like Mm. they needed more time together, but yeah. Cause if we had had more scenes like the art class, I think I would have bought it, you know? Yeah. Because the other times it seems almost like they're arguing and then they actually do get in an argument. Um, about, yeah, about him pushing her, which I guess, that's what you want. Challenge me. Let's get in a fight. But they, you know, he's he's going for this big comedy show, the Laugh Fest, and she's trying to get into this, you know. Um, it's it's basically it's almost like a like an art show for I guess a grant. Yeah. Um, but real real quick, I, before we actually get to that, she makes a piece so fast she's been working on clay she says for years she's been working on clay for years she makes a piece and when she first does it i'm like okay it's it's just the head you know i can i can kind of buy that she does it this fast no it's not a it's a it's a giant piece life it's big, size it's bigger than clay it's bigger than clay it just i that that killed me it was david's encouragement that yes <laughs> i mean that guys come on that you can't you can't make that that's not no that, that, that broke my heart a little bit. <laughs> she's a very talented. I, she uh, spends sculptor. five hours on that dog in the <laughs> class, but then makes this giant piece in two hours. I just, I'm not there. I'm not there. <laughs> so, yeah. So they actually, she gets into the thing. She gets her show. They both he get gets it. into Laugh Fest. But of course, 
it's the same night. Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? So they talk it out though. They're like, hey, I got to do this. I'm like, okay, yeah, great. Dull conversation. Love to see it. This is where, I mean, this is, it really goes off the, the this what, is where the go, wheels really fly off of the wagon. Wheels fly. I like that. <laughs> this is where the wheels fly off the wagon. I'm going to use that. I like that. Um, <laughs> so for whatever reason, Doris has been pro clay the entire movie. She knows. Then she sees Rachel, like, I guess, talking to David on the phone. And she's like, oh, that's true love right there. Not this magic, Somehow, perfect man no. who's wonderful at everything. So the, the fact that Doris goes to David, to, to his show, this, oh, this is, man. I couldn't even, like, I could barely watch the end of this movie because it just, it, this is where I got really angry. I think I blacked out like she did when she was making <laughs> that dog. I just blacked out. I wish I would have blacked out because David has been wanting to do the laugh fest. Like this is his goal. He's been working towards this. This is like a huge deal for him. There's like scouts going to be in the audience. He's known Rachel for, I don't know, a few weeks, maybe. Yeah. We'll say they've barely spent time together. You know, clearly she's in love with clay from his point of view. Why wouldn't you be? Exactly. But Doris, this woman that he doesn't even really know, I think he even is like, who are you? (laughs) When she comes to his show, um, she's like, you got to go. You got to go to her show and tell her how you feel. You know, you have to leave this big, important thing in your life for this girl you barely know who... as for all you know, she's not really into you. No, right. Um, can you can you can't wait five minutes for me to run this set? No, no, no. You gotta go now. Gotta go now. Yeah, I can't, y'all. Because why would he? Like, there was no like when we talk about and we've talked to some writers about like the stakes of like you know for the this situation, there was n- I didn't feel any reason for him to go. You know? Yes, I I just agree. <laughs> like I, mean, I want to feel more if you're gonna like leave your life's work for something. It, it you pains know? me because we finally have, in my opinion, you know, someone who I, I feel like they're giving like a true to life kind of account of a stand up comedian, right? They go out there, they try to get their friends to come to shows. Half of the time, they don't come to their shows. Um, like it feels real to me. You know, this guy he left his his big paying lawyer job behind to follow his dreams. Like I'm rooting for him to be a comedian. I'm not rooting for him and Rachel. I'm rooting for this man to be a comedian. That's what I'm rooting for. Exactly. And so he's doing it. And so he gets his big break. He's nervous about it. And then just to leave that behind, it, it just seems absurd to me that he would do that at this juncture because this is what he wants. This is what he, like you said, it, it's his dream. This is his dream and he's giving it up for her. And you don't do that. You just don't do that. No. Or you make it where in a lot of movies now they're doing it. They both get to have their dream. And I know they're like, yeah. oh, well, there will be another laugh fest. Like, no, maybe this was the one that he got into and the scout would have saw him. And yeah. this was his big break. He could have gotten a show on HBO Max or and something. And he Come on. missed it. Um, he, it would have been a great show. It would have been an like <laughs> odd couple, except he would have been living with a golem. You know, it would have been hilarious. So I thought I was going to get a huge... Like, I thought I was going to be, like, sobbing at the end of this movie because I thought, well, she's going to end up with David and Clay's going to have to go back to being a, a, a sculpture. And oh, you thought gonna, he was going to go back? 
Yes. Oh, I didn't think he I was back. like, because, well, they no. said if he, if he doesn't have a purpose anymore, then he's gone. You know, like Doris says the whole thing of the, the legend. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. No, they, like, they were pushing that cooking so hard. There was no way they're going <laughs> to let that man go back to being clay. Well, I was just I was just going to be really, really sad about it. So I thank God they let clay live. Yeah. Um, and he is thriving, people. This man is thriving. And I just can't wait to see what he does. Give um, me a sequel with Clay. Tell me about it. That's Give what I'm saying. Give me a sequel with Clay. I really, really would watch that. And I would love it. I really do think I would. Maybe, um, he, maybe he dates a mermaid. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so Rachel and David end up together. We get a kiss. Do you want to do you want to guess what my campfire kiss rating? I, I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. It's the it's the wet campfire. Oh, Guys, I'm man. sorry. Um, I honestly felt more with the with her and Clay. That's, yeah, that, that just, first kiss with her and Clay. Ooh, it was it was good. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, everything works out with everyone. But they I do. We, we get a little preview of what happens. I mean, we get a little, uh, you know, we get that little ending to see where everyone oh, right. has and a little lot of green screen and, and little, fun and <laughs> scrolling through the phone. Scrolling photos. through photos. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I will guess they're say, engaged or are they married? She has a ring on. Uh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I will say this. You know, as much as we've kind of harped on this film, um, I hate doing it too because whenever these films just don't work for us, it just it breaks my heart because I know how much time and effort go into these. Um, so one of the things that really did kind of strike me as, as good was the costuming. I really enjoyed the costuming. I feel like they hit the the art school, art professor kind of look for her. Um, I thought that worked for me. There's some cute outfits here. What, what about you? Yeah, I liked um, I liked her outfits as well. Some of her dresses. Uh, you know, she felt like she felt like a real art teacher to me. I was like, I, I could buy this. She did. I and again, I thought she was a great character. Um, like I believed her. You know, I believed her character. I also really liked the soundtrack. I think there was like one song I didn't love, but most of the songs that played throughout the movie, I was I was into. Yeah. See, so we, we can be negative and positive. Yeah, Look at us. We, Look at us. <laughs> we tell you what we like, what we didn't like, you know. So that was made for each other. And we may not have been made for this movie. Wow. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you guys think of this movie? Did you love it? If you did, tell us we're why. We're so sorry yeah. <laughs> that you listened to this episode. But let us know. Tell us why. Why why did you love this movie? What were your favorite parts about it? Um and and there you have it. We we do have some some March uh bonus originals is what they call them, I think. Um, really? Nothing, coming up. They can't do something else like <laughs> spring into March. Or... Well, it's not spring yet. It's like that in between. Uh, so they're just kind of like some bonus ones. We do have the Kimberly Sustad uh, one coming up, which she had talked about on our podcast. She, I think she thought it was a Valentine's Day. It should have been. It should have been. <laughs> they do like a game. It's like a love game. Um, but I am excited about that one. Mm -hmm. um, so... We'll be back. We'll see which ones out of those uh, bonus originals uh, that we'll watch. Mm. But thanks as always for listening and supporting us. And that was Loveuary. I think, you know, I think as they were aired, that's how my rating went from best to yeah. last. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think, I think, like I said, that you start off strong to bring people in. 
and then um it, unfortunately it didn't finish strong which is which is a shame but um make sure uh to give us a rating and review if you are listening on apple and spotify um it always helps us out and we really do appreciate you guys um so we'll see you next time thanks guys see you Th- thanks <laughs>